Yeah, sorry. That was your intro song, Are you song, human or are right? you superhuman? Gavin. Come on, guys. Yeah. You've got to be. That was ridiculous. <laughs> this is a professional shoot. <laughs> we should just start by, like... Kissing. Pre- <laughs> sorry. What? That's not what you were going to oh say? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. What were um, you going to say? I think we should just... I have to go. Okay, so... Welcome to Growing Up Gavin. Thanks, Gavin. So good to be here. I know you're an avid listener of the show. Mm-hmm. Sips to that. Cheers. So the reason I brought you on... Okay, so Ellen is my best friend. <laughs> we go way back to sophomore year in college mm-hmm. in Argentina. Okay, I don't even know where, where to we begin. begin. <laughs> Should we start like... On the plane on the way to Argentina? <laughs> Like, the thing about Ellen, and the reason she's on, the reason you're on, is because we can talk about literally anything. We have the best conversations as best friends, ranging from, like, I don't know, memories to who we are, who we're becoming, that kind of thing, being a young adult, everything. Everything. And I love your perspective on life and, like, the way you think about things and who you are. No pressure. Thanks, Gavin. So... I honestly just want to start with, like, the story of you and me. Oh, me. Oh, and you. And mostly me. (laughs) (laughs) The story of us. The story of us. Perfect. Um, First, I think we should mention what we're drinking. Yes. (laughs) You. (laughs) Ellen brought... Oh, you can see my nails. Sorry. Yogi tea. Yes. Detox tea. So we're going to be munching on this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or sipping on it. Fine. Throughout the show, they did not pay to sponsor this, but it's the truth. It's the truth, and there's nothing wrong with the truth. Have we done four, seven, eight breathing together? No. Okay, it's you breathe in for four through your nose, hold for seven, like hold your breath in, and then exhale really slowly out your mouth for eight. Okay. Should should I count out loud? It's also it's kind of hard to do if you've never done it before. Just focus on your exhale being longer than your inhale. That's the biggest thing. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. Sorry, I was taking a breath before we started. (laughs) She's going really fast. Okay, here we go. Okay, (laughs) Okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, inhale. Sorry, audience, we're laughing because Gavin's stomach is being, being I just very loud. Also, my eyes are still <laughs> My stomach is literally putting on a symphony. I don't okay. not know what's wrong. That was just, good. Should we just take like one, one nice deep do breath? Like, okay. okay. All ten of these people know who I am, mm-hmm. but like no one knows who the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> who is she? <laughs> Let's just set the scene a little bit, you yeah. know? So, where'd you grow up? All right. So, I grew up in Maryland, just outside of D.C. Lived in the same house my entire life. No moving or anything like that. Um, I then, when I was 18, I moved to New York City to go to NYU. Mm. I've been in New York City ever since, pretty much. I went home like when COVID hit I Mm. went home to Maryland 
but I've pretty much been here for the past five years. Why did you decide to go to NYU? Like, what about it? Because, like, that's a suburban life to yep. grow up in. I've been to your house. Yeah, I've met your been. family. Yeah, yeah. It's like this idyllic little life. Mm-hmm. So why did you give that all up yeah. to move to this hellhole? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I loved where I grew up, like, a lot. I definitely don't want to live there again. I feel like I've got my fix, like, 18 years. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great. Um, but... Basically, I always didn't like New York City growing up. Like, I've been a few times because it's close to D.C. It's, like, four hours. So, and my brother, one of my brothers also played basketball at NYU. And we would come up, like, a lot of weekends to go to his games. And I loved going to his games, but, like, the New York City part I did not love. I was like, Mm. oh, it's so dirty and gray and, like, you know, all the things that it is. Yeah, (laughs) it still is, but we love it. And so I was just like, oh, I don't like this. This isn't like a warm environment for me. That was when I was in middle school, I guess. But that brother always told me, he's like, Ellen, you're going to end up going to NYU. And like, we're similar in a lot of ways that attracts people to New York City. Like, Mm. we're very social. Like, we like, you know, like a lot of energy. And, but I was always like, yeah, right never going to end up in New York City. Well, I was senior year, going into senior year of high school. I just decided to visit, to tour it. I had like a fever. I was super sick when I was here, but I still went on the tour, which don't recommend, um, <laughs> especially these days. Before Stay home. COVID, yeah. yeah. But um, I loved it. Like I just, and I'm big on feelings, you know? So like, I just had this feeling where I was like, wow, I can totally see myself just like, walking these streets and like going to class here and going to the dining hall there and all that stuff and I'd been on a lot of other college tours and I didn't necessarily feel that anywhere else Mm. and there was just like this huge this total shift I loved New York City suddenly and it was just the feeling that it gave me it wasn't one particular thing that's like oh this is so cool now of course I have my favorite things and stuff but I was like wow this feels really good yeah so I just kind of knew and then I looked up like the programs that they had and I wanted to study math education and they had a really good math education program and I didn't have to like at some schools I had to double major I would have had a double major in education and math which I didn't really want to do and why you had a set math education program which means like to become a high school math teacher and everything just like felt like it was lining up a lot of my like a couple of my brothers lived in New York City at the time too so things just were feeling right and I applied early decision and I got in and early decision yeah so she's smart she's talented she's really good at making decisions no I'm not, <laughs> I'm not at all so that was a really full story that you can cut yeah, a lot of that that's out that's the whole <laughs> I'm just gonna that is the podcast so we are filming in my apartment yes and the thing about New York City apartments is they go like ding, 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 and like they're knocking stuff, and they also go. <laughs> so if you can hear that, that's yeah, what that is. We love a good radiator heating system. It's just a low budget production. <laughs> oh, it turned off. Nice. So like, and my, I have neighbors upstairs clonking around. Like yeah. I love you. <laughs> um. So yeah, bear with us. It's just a part of the character and the charm of the show. You know, like we have the brick wall, we have the plants, like it's just a, you know, just part of the vibe. So enjoy. The city's very like electrifying. Yes. It's very like magnetic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you're here, it's really hard to leave. Yeah. 
and it's just like a feeling that you get mm-hmm. when you're here that like anything can happen and you can be anyone and mm-hmm. see anything exactly and, and so, i still feel that every like okay maybe not every day on the streets but like if i'm walking around honestly more often than not i'm like whoa I live here. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, and it's been five years, you know? Like, that's pretty special to still yeah. have that feeling. And then where we actually met was yeah. Argentina. We were yes. both studying abroad through NYU. Mm-hmm. So, like, why did you pick... Why did you want to study abroad? Why did you want to study abroad in Argentina? It's mm, a good question. Yeah, we're digging deep. <laughs> so, I have three older brothers. One of them did study abroad, and he studied abroad in Argentina. Um but I'd been taking like Spanish classes since sixth grade. So I wanted to go to a Spanish speaking country just to like try to get better at Spanish and actually use um, like what I had learned. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was really cool to study abroad. Like I yeah. was like, this is an experience that I can have. I have the privilege of being able to study abroad. Like I should do it. Mm-hmm. I just felt mm. like the whole thing was cool. Like, yeah. that's not a good thing, really. <laughs> but I was just, just like, vibes. this is just so cool. I mean, like, mm. I grew up in Nebraska in mm. small town. Like, maybe you relate living in Maryland mm. and, like, white people all the time, at least for me. Mm. So I kind of wanted to just experience something very different. And NYU kind of encouraged that. But I remember sitting in the intro to studying abroad in Argentina info session because mm. we had all, like, chosen to study abroad in Argentina and they had us like introduce ourselves and introduce, you know, why we wanted to study in Argentina. Everyone had some profound thing about like, I wanted to study the like intersection of like the dictatorship and something <laughs> else and like political socioeconomic status and I'm whatever. like, it's cool. Yeah. No, I literally was like, honestly, I just want to drink wine and eat steak <laughs> in South America for five months. Did you say that? I literally said that. Everyone. I remember just being embarrassed because I was like, no, I'm about to real. say something stupid. That's, also, that's what everyone wanted to say, but didn't, yeah. you know? I was like, I know nothing about this country, to be mm-hmm. honest, other than they have great wine yeah. and steak, yeah. and I want to participate in that. Exactly. I actually did. didn't want to study abroad in Argentina okay. at first. Like, I wanted to study abroad. I think it was Madrid because I okay. definitely, I just wanted to learn Spanish because yeah. I had studied Spanish for a long time mm-hmm. and wanted to solidify it. So I wanted to go to like, I was ready to go to Madrid, but then my friend said she was going to Argentina mm-hmm. and I was like, why? Like I knew nothing <laughs> about Argentina Yeah. and I looked it up and it was, had like mountains and glaciers Ugh. and rolling yeah. hills. And I was like, wait, I actually, that's more my like thing. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. Yeah. Sips to that. So Argentina was like the peak of my existence. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to go back and just resume play. Yeah. There. It's. Yeah, everything about it. Should we talk about how we met there then? Yes. Do people care? I don't know. <laughs> we were on different flights, but we arrived to the airport at like somewhat of the same time. So mm-hmm. we were like sitting, waiting for the shuttle to NYU. We were in a group of what, 10 people waiting yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. We all had our bags. We didn't know each other. We're just like, I'm like freaking out inside because yeah. I'm just like, what am I doing? I'm so far away from home. Right. Like, we were airport. like in a circle and yeah. we were all like chiming in. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about like the hot guys that were there. Mm-hmm. There were like two cute boys in the circle. I was definitely looking for hot guys, but I didn't think that there were any. So I'm curious who you thought were the two um, <laughs> Tell me later. Should I say? <laughs> if you're listening, I think they know who they are. Okay. So we'll just leave it at That's that. That's good. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were a cutie. Oh, babe. <laughs> sips I was to that. So, sips to that. 
I like told my friends like when I was tell- telling them about you. I'm like, hey, he's super hot. He's so great. Like oh I'm, I'm serious. That was one of the description words. <laughs> I literally did the same about you to my friends. I was I like that. telling my friends, I was like, she's so gorgeous. Like she's so pretty. They literally started calling you hot, Ellen. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I can't believe we never talked about this. <laughs> no, but immediately I was like, okay, this guy like is cool i'm gonna actually want to be friends with him like we i was like i can tell that we will be we will get along we need to make this happen that was my first impression i remember i think i thought you were like too cool (laughs) you were like you were just too pretty and too like i don't know you were like weren't gonna hang out with me (laughs) oh my gosh meanwhile on the inside i'm like can't wait to hang out with (laughs) and i was like she's too cool so i was like whatever so your roommate was also this, like, really pretty girl. Right. And, like, the two of you together were, like, these tall, stunning <laughs> girls. And I was just like, they're, like, a mega squad. They're, like, the Kardashians. And, like, they don't want to hang out with anyone else. The Kardashians, but with much smaller ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, less makeup. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of differences. <laughs> there are a lot of differences. And, like... <laughs> and also, you're so poor. So I was like, definitely way too cool. First time we spent a lot of time together was when we were on that little graffiti tour, tour, street art tour. Yeah. (laughs) I signed up for it without knowing who was going. Oh, okay. And I think you did too. That's very like unlike me these days. I like don't do things like that. Yeah, I don't really do that either. (laughs) Like I remember we walked from the little campus that we had and we were I think it was like walking to your apartment and I was like I'm really just craving like a block of oh right right I wanted like brie cheese so we found like a cheese shop and I was like I just want a whole wheel of brie and I like took it and I just ate it the whole way home also like brie is my favorite cheese yeah and so you were like no I get it I feel like I was like no that's perfect let's do it anyone else would be like wait you just want a whole block of brie like maybe you should put on some crackers with some jam we're like no just the brie (laughs) we had this really fun tradition (laughs) there was this place we loved it's called tea connection Mm -hmm. and it's like tea and connection oh my god maybe that should be the name of this podcast tea connection that's cute I'm almost out of sips do you need another one okay so we would go to Tea Connection. And it's like would, a little cafe with tea. Yeah. So like great vibes. Yeah. You can get like coffee, tea. They bring it to you in a little pot. It's very modern. They had modern. like healthy options. Like Gavin and I yeah. love like healthy foods and stuff. So they had all the all the options for yeah. us. Yeah. And like farm fresh and mm-hmm. where it came from. and All the good stuff. Packed on 917, whatever. That right, right. <laughs> and so we would go and we would just like do homework. Mm-hmm. We would like try to do or try. Yeah. But there was one time this was like a cursed day. Yeah. We like went to Tea yes. Connection. <laughs> it was like finals week. Mm-hmm. And we were working on like several essays we yeah. each had, exams to study for, and we ordered this like special brunch. Things in Argentina are very cheap. And yeah. like people in Argentina who live there and work there are struggling. Yeah. So like I don't mean to take advantage of that. But the dollar is very strong relative to the Argentinian currency. So it goes very far down there. So a full brunch with like cocktails and stuff down there is like $7. And here it's like 45 at least. Yeah. Yeah. So we were taking advantage of that frequently. 
We went and we got a $7 But we never got brunch. cocktails. We never got cocktails. Yeah, we just got tea. Yeah. And this one day we like ordered brunch and there were these, it was like a main dish, a side dish, some yogurt, a banana, um, tea, and a drink, yeah. a juice of your choice, yeah. and like something else. Yeah. And we like ordered it and we start eating and we both take like a sip of the juice and we look at each other and we're like, there's alcohol in this. <laughs> we're like, is this alcoholic? <laughs> And then you were like, yeah, I think it is. And we like took another drink and our laptops are open and yeah. we're like writing essays and we just like, we literally just kept drinking. Yeah. We were like, okay, sure. I guess. I mean, if like, it's here, <laughs> we paid for it. Yeah. It's like 10 AM. Like why would they yeah. bring it if I wasn't supposed to drink it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. We had like gotten up early to like get our, <laughs> get our shit done. Like and... we went and we got, we were like, okay, let's get a good spread to fuel us up. Mm-hmm. And then we just drank instead <laughs> and it didn't stop and it didn't stop no. No. we had one and we functioned pretty well but i was like trying yeah. to write this essay and i was like and i'm like writing this essay drunk and i'm like yeah. wait is this like bad is this like rock bottom or something <laughs> is this what it feels like <laughs> is this what it feels like to hit rock bottom no that same day when we were sitting there we watched out the window this car get towed because mm-hmm. they were like parked in front of a fire hydrant or something yeah and then <laughs> Like, 10 minutes later, another car comes and parks right there, and this guy gets out, and we're both like, no, like, they're gonna tow you. And then did they tow him, too, or did I don't just know, still, like... I think, I think the guy whose car was originally parked there, I think, like, he came back, and, was like, and he was, like, looking for car? his car, oh. yeah. and we were like... Should we tell him? Yeah. yeah, it was just, like, a whole thing. We did not get any work done that day, yeah. <laughs> but we had a ton of fun <laughs> so much fun which is all that really matters that's the thing about argentina okay it kind of studying abroad there like changed my life a little bit because until that point like in high school in the first year of college i was very type a mm-hmm. and i was extremely like the only thing that matters in life is getting straight a's and getting good grades and like being the best in your class and whatever whatever and then i went to argentina and life is just so different there and people care about different things yeah. And you don't, like, go to Argentina to get good grades. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't study abroad to, like, yeah. get the best grades. You're kind of going for something else entirely. Exactly. Like, you're motivated by something else. And I decided to lean into being motivated by something else, like, being motivated by, like, lived experience. And so I stopped focusing so much on school. Like, it was kind mm-hmm. of a semester off. Yeah. Like, I had a class that was, like, just talking in Spanish. Mm-hmm. We literally just talked to each other in Spanish and did, like, presentations in Spanish. And they didn't have to be that good because, like, Spanish is your second language kind of thing. Right. I don't know. I just had the time and the freedom to focus on living and having fun and making friends. Oh. And I think that was so important, like, for me going forward as I, in life, was able to sort of reprioritize even when I came home. Right. I feel like that was such an unexpected, like, benefit from studying abroad, too. Like, you yeah. knew you were going to have these amazing, like, different cultural experiences and, like, all that stuff and traveling and whatever. But to have this new perspective on life in general, yeah. like, I mean, it makes sense looking back on it. Like, of course, you're not going to have an experience like that and not have, like, a life-changing perspective, probably. But... It's like you don't know what it's going to be when you go there. And that's what it ended up being for you. Yeah. Which is cool. And like I thought, you know, I'm going to drink wine and eat steak. Right. But. (laughs) (laughs) Which did happen. Which did happen frequently. Very. (laughs) 
I didn't expect it to like really influence my life going home, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like so I, I was take like, that back with you. Yeah. I was like, this is a semester off mm-hmm. and I still want straight A's and I think I still got straight A's, but like it was different Settle standard. Flex. Sort of flex. <laughs> Sorry. Sips to <laughs> Sips to my 4.0 GPA until junior year. It's impressive. Year. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I did not get straight A's, so don't worry. I cared so much. <laughs> I cared so much. But anyway. And then I came home and I was like, wait, like I've been miserable in life, you mm-hmm. know, like there's so much more to this world yeah. than like getting straight. It's like for what, you and know, it's one of those things that you don't realize until you experience the other side of things. Yeah. Like happiness. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there were so many days we would just go and like lay in the park mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I would have maybe not, I don't know if we ever did this, but like with other groups of friends, we mm-hmm. would just like wake up, we'd meet up in the park around 11 mm-hmm. We would just lay in the park reading, talking, drinking mate, and then we'd go get lunch at, like, 2, and then we'd go back to the park, Mm -hmm. and then we would, like, go get dinner. It was just a full day of, like, chilling and eating and talking, Mm -hmm. and it was just such a, like, like, I wasn't producing anything, I wasn't doing anything, I was just, like, being Mm -hmm. somebody, and that felt, like, incredible. Such a great feeling. <laughs> and now I live in New York. Yeah. And only the matters what you bustle. do. Yeah. And I love it here. <laughs> Studying abroad too is like tough. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It was not all yeah, it was not all yeah. roses and butterflies. <laughs> Butter- what is it? Rainbows and butterflies. Rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> but I think roses and butterflies <laughs> gets the point across. Right, exactly. It's like every rose has its thorn. Mm-hmm. 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 That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, yeah. I remember I would, like, cry some days, like, yeah, so much, just because I was so mad. Like, I'd be there for two months, mm-hmm. and I was like, I still don't understand Spanish that well. Mm-hmm. Like, Spanish is still really hard for me to get when people are talking, and it seems like everyone yeah. around me understands it, and I don't. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, mad at myself. Yeah, I had the same feeling. Yeah. <laughs> still do. <laughs> so, even though I remember it, like, very fondly. Right. Oh, I... yeah. Yeah, I know, and I had a lot of, like, honestly, like, traumatic experiences there, too. Yeah. But... My overall memory is like most incredible experience of my life, probably. Yeah, like right. yeah, you know, which is that's great because like the negatives absolutely did not outweigh the positives, and that's yeah, you know, that's good. <laughs> In the moment, like the day to day was mm-hmm. not so glamorous. Like mm-hmm. it was not so yeah, yeah, fun. Like, it's not like, like we were always walking around. Smiling. Yeah, right. Yeah. It wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. But that's how I remember it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can apply that to like now in life yeah. and being like, even though not every second is rainbows and is roses, roses and, and butterflies, roses and butterflies <laughs> I will probably look back and like be grateful for the time and remember it as like a good time that's in my so life. That's so true. That's so true. We just have to zoom out and just like, yeah, yeah. that's really true. That's, that's a good reminder to give yourself when you're not feeling so hot yeah or like give oneself not just you right <laughs> like last week i had Seems a moment where i was like oh my gosh or wait that oh was this God. past week i don't know i was just like Sunday. so stressed and like down and oh that would have been a good thing to be like just put it into perspective like, yeah looking back this is one day out of whatever you know it happened do you want to talk about um, that day we can um <laughs> I basically woke up and was super nauseous, uh-huh. um, I, which used to happen a lot like in high school on test days that I had tests. Mm. Um, if I didn't feel prepared for the test, I would wake up really nauseous. I basically, mm. like I, I always called it making myself 
feel sick so that yeah. I wouldn't have to go to school. But I think what it was was my body subconsciously, like, I was feeling anxiety mm-hmm. physically, you know? You are actually, and, like, sick. Yeah. And I didn't really realize that at the time. My mom was, like, told me. She's like, it's probably just anxiety. And I'm like, uh-uh, I'm sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> There's no but, cure. Yeah, exactly. But... And that used to happen a lot, but it hasn't in a while. I've, cause I've like, I have a lot more tools now, you know, mm-hmm. but this past week I was so nauseous and I literally didn't go to work. I was like, I am so nauseous. And I knew oh, that really? it was from anxiety. Yeah. Mm. Um, just from like, I'm a teacher and it's like the end of the first trimester and there's, this is the first trimester that I've ever taught. So it's just like a lot. Mm. Um, and I was feeling it physically and my body felt it before I did. Like, I didn't know how anxious I was until I realized I was like, oh, this is happening. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. I've been avoiding something. Mm. So I really had to, like, you know, ask myself the questions and took a very, very long walk. And, Mm. you know, and it wasn't like, okay, now I'm better. Like, I was also guilty the whole day about missing work and, like, you know... I feel like I need to be there. Obviously, I do need to be there, but like, I felt like I couldn't miss a day like that. But I, there was no way I could teach feeling that nauseous. But it was like a big wake up call. Like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm using all my tools and that I'm checking mm-hmm. in with myself. And even because I was totally just avoiding those feelings and I didn't realize it until I literally couldn't avoid them anymore. My body was like, Ellen, hello. Like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta feel the feels. So that's what I did that day. But. What did you think, like, what do you think was causing it? I think little stressors, like, added up over time that I didn't realize would actually, like, get to me that much. Mm. Um, and it just came to be too much, you know? And I didn't realize also how much pressure I was putting on myself for, like, my students to, you know, do really well. Like, I want, obviously, them all to do really well. And that feels like a huge reflection of me Mm. like whether or not they do well Mm. and and by well I mean like if they pass the class and I just didn't realize how much I don't think of myself as putting a lot of pressure on myself I try to be very like forgiving of myself and you know keep things in perspective like most things like that I might put pressure on myself about don't actually matter that much you know like sometimes it does obviously but and but I didn't realize that I was actually putting a lot of pressure on myself and I was like mm. feeling very deeply things that I didn't think I was. I've talked a lot about work anxiety mm-hmm. the last year. Like you're a teacher, I'm a nurse, mm-hmm. um and I'm in therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love therapy. Mm-hmm. I talk in therapy like every week about anxiety at work. And I noticed I'm now part time. I work like two days a week. I went part-time because I don't love my job. Like, it's a lot of work. It's very hard work. And I get a lot of anxiety about it. Kind of like what you're saying. Like, Mm -hmm. I've felt that sickness before Mm -hmm. where I'm just, like, so worked up and I, like, can't go in. So I don't go in. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, for me going in full-time, it was just taking its toll on my, like, happiness and mental health. I, like, couldn't do it. So I feel a lot better being part-time. But I've said in therapy, like, now... I'll have, like, five days off in between shifts, which is great. But then, like, the day before or two days before, I start to get anxious Mm -hmm. again. Why am I anxious two days in advance? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no... Nothing is going to be fixed in those two days. I got to the bottom of, like, what makes me anxious. But it is this, like, bodily response. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, I wake up 
subconsciously, like there's something telling me that there's something to be worried about. Right. That's the thing with anxiety. It's like, ugh, this isn't worth like feeling like this for two days because nothing's going to like, whether I feel this way or not, like my days are going to be the same. Like, yeah. Or like I was almost late on the train the other day and like the whole time I'm on the train, I'm like, (gasps) like, but I can't like, (laughs) that doesn't make the train go faster. Yeah. Like now that I'm aware, like, okay, two days before work, more or less, I start to feel like really nervous Mm -hmm. or anxious and it affects my day. It makes me like not want to get out of bed and do things that I like. So it was like, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to just like pretend I'm not working in two days. And that like also didn't help. Mm -hmm. That like also just like made me more anxious because I didn't want to like think about it. It was like, oh, I can't think about it because it's so bad, you Mm -hmm. know? So instead of like (laughs) pretending I'm not going to work in two days, I kind of just try to like acknowledge that it is there, Mm -hmm. but also tell myself that it is, it like does not serve me and it is not particularly rational because Mm -hmm. like when I get to work things are fine usually (laughs) like if you get to work late on the train like it's fine exactly like it's not actually that big of a I mean like my time card does go to my principal and then like it's a little nerve-wracking right (laughs) but it's okay well that took a turn (laughs) yeah I need a break did you feel like in Argentina you were spontaneous yeah um. <laughs> Silence. I have to think about it. Um. <laughs> I don't even really know. <laughs> was I? <laughs> Do you think I was? <laughs> I know in Argentina, I like. It's very cliche, but I was like, I'm gonna say yes to like yeah. everything because I. Talking about anxiety, like, I had so much anxiety about, mm-hmm. like, nothing. Mm-hmm. I just had, like, social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I had these habits. <laughs> when I would, like, get anxious... Okay. It's all, like, tying together. Okay. Like, moving to New York. New York is this, like, electric city, and okay. it's, like, full of energy. But that also, like, gave me a lot of anxiety. Oh, yeah. And so I was, like lonely Mm -hmm. and anxious and Mm -hmm. there's all these people who like don't care about you and like don't know you new york's very lonely yeah yeah it can be very lonely especially like your first exactly i felt yeah freshman year was terrible yeah freshman year was awful (laughs) yeah we could ever have bad freshman year yeah exactly i was like just like Everyone around you, especially in New York City, it looks like everyone has their crew. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going somewhere. Right. Somewhere you're not invited. Mm-hmm. And everyone has, like, a new coat and a new this. And, like, they're put together. They have their style and their flow. And they have their likes and dislikes. And you're just like, I'm just figuring out who I am. Yeah. I just want to know who I am. And that can be, like, really anxiety-inducing. And so for me, when I got anxiety... I would get on Grinder mm-hmm. and I would just like find people to hook up with. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're saying? Because I'm a teacher? Yeah. Oh. Like, I don't know if you're a student. It's fine. Maybe I shouldn't say this because this is the internet. <laughs> no, it's fine. But like, I Normalize. would use like sex as like a mm-hmm. coping mechanism. And I didn't get it. I didn't like understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm going to like get on Grinder. Yeah. Part of it was also like coming from Colorado where like not that many gay people were around. So like, New York is like, a buffet of like mm-hmm. gay men right and so 
I didn't realize it, but I was like looking for someone to give me validation yeah, and like see me and like mm-hmm. feel me and be intimate with me and like make me feel like pretty or whatever it mm-hmm. ends up being. And so I just did that like so much. And then when I went to Argentina or any time I really had experiences, I would like kind of do the same thing. Like mm-hmm. I would be in a new environment, a new mm-hmm. place where I felt anxious and wanted that validation. And I would like get on Grinder again. And so I would do that in Argentina. And I started to realize I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't live. Well, I don't want to live like this yeah. because really it's me in my bed on my phone. You recognized where it was coming from. And yeah. you're like, I don't like that pattern. Like, and it created yeah. these habits right. that I'm not out living my life, enjoying the world. I'm in my bed, like looking at men on the internet, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So I decided to like stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And say, I like one of the things I was going to do instead was like say yes when friends would like want to hang out. Because mm-hmm. I would sometimes be like, no, because maybe there's a guy who's going to like hook up with me uh, and I'm like missing out yeah, on that. Yeah. And so I was just like, I'm done doing that. Like people say they want to hang out. I don't care if it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was another thing with school, like being yeah, stressed about school. Like, oh, I have an exam on Thursday. I can't hang out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can. Right. Like the exam will come and pass. Yeah. And so I had to, like, do that. And we did do stuff on Tuesday sometimes. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. I feel like I wish I had said yes more. I don't I, I don't think I was that spontaneous and, like, said yes all the time. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, my personality. That's always something that I'm working on. Is mm. I feel like I'm a planner. Mm. I like to know, like, what I'm doing. I can, like, I am a... At the same time, I'm a go-with-the-flow person where it's like, I don't really care. Like, if plans change, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I like to plan things in advance and just, like, know what's up. Yeah. But I do try to be more spontaneous. And so when I, like, do say yes to something, like, on the spot, I'm like, okay, yeah, like, look at me go. <laughs> but, and I think, yeah, I did that a little bit at least there. But I don't think necessarily more than usual but that would have been a good place to experiment with more spontaneity (laughs) yeah and now that you like bring up like childhood I guess I didn't really plan a lot in I like I plan but not around socializing like socializing I was able to just like after school just be like yeah sure let's hang out or but there were also things that like were expected like we were I was expected to hang out with my friends every day like Mm -hmm. we didn't necessarily plan it but that was routine so right. I also love routines, so mm. like that also makes sense. But but that's interesting. I didn't really think about planning like socializing when I was younger. Yeah, you do love routines. I do. Maybe you're not that spontaneous. I know. I'm really not. <laughs> no, what I love about you though is like I don't know. You don't do things that you don't like. Yeah. And so if something is planned and you're like, I'm really just not feeling yeah. it, I just feel like I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't have a hard time saying no and I don't make up excuses <laughs> yeah. because I know that my friends will understand. I only have friends that will understand. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'll be like, oh, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, it's nothing personal. Like, sometimes yeah. I just don't feel like it. Like, that's the thing. And I could say, you know, something came up, but like, right. which I guess it did. I, my, feelings, my feelings, I don't know. Came out yeah. of the blue. Yeah, exactly. I but yeah, don't I don't. And like, in college, uh, my roommates would like want to go out way, up, way more than I would. And 
And they'd be like, oh, Ellen, like, why don't you come out with us? And I'd be like, no, sorry. And they'd be like, can we convince you? And I'd be like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, okay. Or sometimes they'd be like, can we convince you? And I'd be like, mm, maybe. Like, yeah. I, I could maybe be convinced in it. Like, I don't right, know. right. But I would let them know. Like, if I'm like, yeah. no, I won't be convinced. Like, I'm, I'm going to my bed. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, it's fine. Exactly. You know? like, okay. <laughs> like, that's what I wish I had more of. Because I feel like in our society, people are always like, there's this negative energy around canceling or being like, and it's like a meme now. Like we all know that we like to cancel some of our plans and we don't always feel like going out. Right. But there's like the taboo around being like, I'm just not feeling it today. Yeah. And I think now though, it is starting to change more. I think also I make sure that people know that like, if we have plans to hang out and they don't feel like it, that they know that they can tell me that and it's fine. Mm. Like no pressure. And so I think, because of that, because I'm very like cognizant of that, I get that in return. Yeah, which right. Which is nice, you know? Yeah. It's so, like a healthier way to be. I, I like to think so. Because <laughs> then you're not like doing things that you feel obligated to. Yeah, exactly. Or having other people do things that they don't really want to do. Right. I guess. Right. And also like, when I show up, I want to be my best yeah. Ellen and like ha- <laughs> right. be a good time. And if I'm, you know, not in the mood, then... I'm what not, am I adding to this? Right. I'm and like, I'm not gaining fun. or adding. Right. So it's kind of just like, I should do what is best for all yeah. of us. What my soul is saying yeah. I should do. Exactly. Like you were saying, I, or like I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, I was actually making Wait, a really good point. Actually, um. <laughs> this is my point. Someone will say like, let's go do something. And I'll be like, no, my body's saying no, but it was mm. just like my anxiety saying mm. no. Like, yeah. like what about me is telling me, like I was not very good at listening to myself or mm. like knowing myself and understanding what about me needs to stay home. That's huge. That's hard to differentiate. Yeah. And like, that's a question that needs to be asked. That's really true. With like working out, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, like, does my, like, do I need a rest day? Like, right. it's like, is that my body or is that just my mind being is, like, I don't yeah. feel like it? You is know? that my anxiety yeah. of like being in the gym or right. something? Yeah, or whatever you know? it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like being able to, yeah, because we feel so much through like emotions through our body. Yeah. So you have to be able to tell the difference and at least have a conversation with yourself about it to get to the point. Yeah. Our feet just touched. It was romantic. Um, that's what's going on in town we here. We were playing footsie. So... Part of the reason... <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the only one. <laughs> I get you random won't... hiccups. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it won't do we happen have to, again. Do you need to like, hold your breath now? <laughs> Should we go back to the breathing? Hold, <laughs> hold for seven. Exhale. For eight. Okay. So, you know this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> you're like, I do. <laughs> but I'm part-time now. Oh, yeah. Part of the reason I went part-time at work... I'm sorry, my friends is <laughs> There's so many bodily functions happening. Like, I know, right? People... The audience at home does not know how hard this is. But the bodily functions don't stop. They don't stop. Like, the stomach is growling. <laughs> the hiccups are hiccuping. The feet are, are asleep. Are sleeping, like... Hello. We are recording. I'm of the deeper, which is diving. I never mean the ground. 
Crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. I'm far from the shallow now. It was really good. In the shallow. Shallow. All right. So I'm part time now at work. Which means. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which means I work two days a week instead of three or four mm-hmm. which is like blissful like I never work and I make like okay I make a livable salary but I have expensive tastes yeah that have built up <laughs> that have built up over time from your previous salary yes and they're spilling over a little yeah <laughs> so I just bought like a winter coat that I told myself I needed I kind of did I kind of everyone like I spoke, I spoke about this in my last podcast, like, the w- difference between want and mm-hmm. need changes, like, if you're very poor or, like, very mm-hmm. wealthy. And so... I mean, this coat should literally last you, like, a lifetime. Yeah, like, I should never so, need a new yeah. coat. Hopefully I, like, so if you think stick about it. to that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... I kind of went part-time sort of in this exercise of, like, not having mm-hmm. as much. Like, can I live with less? Mm-hmm. And I kind of just want to, like, live with less instead of being like, okay, I'll just pick up an overtime shift so that I can... Right. I can pay for this. I can continue to satisfy my, like, consumerist needs. Mm -hmm. Growing up Ellen, from here on out... What does that look like? Like, what does that look like? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, one thing that I'm taking from today's conversation is as much as I, like... As much as I like the quality in myself of, like, being able to say no and, like, that being fine, to start saying yes more because we know we grow through experiences. And if I'm avoiding experiences, then I'm avoiding growth. Mm. Um, So saying yes more, also just, like, checking in with myself and, like, not letting me... Not letting myself get to the point where I did last week where it was just, like, the feelings were all overflowing from avoidance <laughs> a lot of avoidance in this <laughs> interesting um, but yeah just like checking in with myself and I try to like literally schedule times with myself to like check in mm-hmm. and like have that sounds weird but like have conversations with myself and like see how I'm doing and like what's going on and everything but I don't always show up for myself in those moments like I, I'll be like oh well that's okay I don't have time to do that <laughs> So to start doing that more, um, I think will really help me continue to grow up and finding a therapist. Yay. Yay. Yeah. It's easy to like, like that 15 minute time be like, right. ignore it, especially if it's something that's there like every mm-hmm. day or something, yeah. but got to keep the promises to yourself. Yeah. That's how you gain self-confidence and stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love you. I love you so much. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining me on Growing Up Gavin. Thanks so much, Gavin. This was very fun. I think it worked out. I think so, too. This was really special for me because Gavin's been thinking about doing this for a while now, and he's making it happen, and we've got this whole studio set up. He's amazing. (laughs) Stop. We're having a good time. We're having a good time, and I'm so happy I could be a part of an episode. Thank you. All right. Let's go eat lunch. Shining off. I'm hungry. Let's go eat lunch. Bye. Bye bye.